0: This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Another Happy Pot, the show where we talk about pop culture, movies, TV shows, and occasionally video games, and try to keep things a little bit more positive and optimistic. We don't always succeed, but we do have a good time doing it. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined in person for the first time by the biggest (laughs) in the West. In the West? In the West? Yes. (laughs) The biggest West London, that's okay. where you live, Lawrence Thomas C. hello, hello. <laughs> hello, I can see <laughs> you, I can see your face, I can touch you, let's touch, oh, oh, we just touched. We touched, it was great, and... <laughs> oh, it was, and this audio medium, I'm glad that you experienced me and Nathan touching hands, Nathan, you, you've been staying for the past couple of days, I've been here since Monday, it's currently Wednesday at the time of recording, it is indeed, never realised how loud the traffic outside of your house is, oh it's noisy, uh, so so yeah, we're together, we're together, We've, we are. we've had a fun time. We, we we're gay. We <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we we may have had a few little beverages last night. Yeah. Things are things are a bit worse for wear this morning. Yes. If you could see the state of the table. Uh so far we're surrounded by some cherry zero coke, zero sugar coke, some raspberry vodka, some honey whiskey, some apple whiskey and a packet of Haribo straws. And let me tell you, we're not feeling good. <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll power through. Uh, because what are we talking about today, Lawrence? We're talking about The Suicide Squad. The... Not Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's a different movie. It's a different movie. It's a, with a bad movie. With a very different title. The Suicide Squad, however, yes. is a new movie. Yes. Tell us about it. Alright. Uh, so it's a semi... Semi sort of slash reboot slash reimagining slash different version of... In the same sort of character-esque universe. You could say it's a sequel. I mean... Yeah, so The Suicide Squad is about, uh, it's basically like a Black Ops, uh, um, can you say Black Ops Operation, or is that like a double negative? Black Ops is yeah, Operation. Black Ops is Operation. It's a Black Ops thing, team, team um, which is basically, they've got the nickname, The Suicide Squad, it's actually Task Force X, and what they do is essentially take in um, bad guys who have unique abilities, um, in other words, the DC like rogues gallery of villains. Um, and what they do is they enlist them for missions. Uh, and basically the deal is every mission they successfully complete is like a reward is given to them. Maybe time to see their family, maybe time off their sentence. Is um, it 10 years off their sentence in this one it is, but I think yeah. cause then th- there's multiple ops that they go on. So maybe they get different rewards each time. Maybe <laughs> it comes to the point where you, you owe them 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. 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 Amanda is like, oh, well, I, I get, for the next sentence, you don't have to do anything. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and then the, the idea there is that if they go off mission, uh, there is a, a a kind of a, a, a nano bomb, uh, the size of a little rice grain, injected into their head, uh, and if they go off mission, Amanda Waller reserves the right to just explode their head. Yes, um, which she does, which she does, and she wants. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, she no she almost does it twice. She goes to do it twice. Yes, but the actual act of. Killing someone via bomb, yeah. People die. Oh, maybe a lot of people die. die. <laughs> yeah. But by the the act of the the bomb, it's it's only one person. Yeah. What? So when they announced this a while back, yeah. um, and obviously James Gunn directed it, who is <clears throat> well known now for like excelling in ensemble movies with Guardians and Guardians Two. Um, what did you think? Because I'm pretty sure you like me, you weren't a big the biggest fan of the first one. No, it's a it's a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't like to say that because it's something someone. But made... David Ayer's seen dead people. <laughs> he's <later. trying> to... <laughs> David Ayer has had a hard life, so he's allowed to make a bad movie. <laughs> okay. I, I, I will say this for David Ayer: I mean, because we watched the first original trailer of the Suicide Squads uh, of, of Suicide Squad 2016 uh, this morning, and what that trailer suggested the film was about, and what the film came out and ended up looking like, are two very different projects. Yes. I get the impression he was very much shafted by Warner Brothers. Absolutely. I just, but there's still, still material been... in yeah. this that I know would have been in his car <laughs> because they're not reshoots. Yeah. And it's still not good. There's there's a lot of... Well, there's a lot. Let's just say that. <laughs> but, um yeah, so I, I wasn't really a fan of that movie. It was fine in parts. It's a it's a mess. Everyone knows it's a mess. Yeah. It's it's just it is what it is. Uh, so when they announced the Suicide Squad was coming out and it was James Gunn, you f- you immediately think, oh, okay, because the first one was kind of a rip off of Guardians of the Galaxy, anyway. Yeah. It was trying to capture that same sort of the music, the yeah, punky throwback groups. music, yeah. The, like the dysfunctional family vibes and yeah. all that sort of thing. Um. So it was really kind of capture that sort of thing. Um, so James Gunn, a great choice. I think this was when he was just kicked off Marvel. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, so it, DC poached him. Yeah, it's important to know that he literally at the time of signing this, I think like a month prior, he'd been fired by Disney. Yeah. Um for saying some things ten years ago that were a bit distasteful. Um but but yeah, so I was I was excited to see the Suicide Squad. I was excited to see what James Gunn did. I just knew straight up that whatever it was, it was going to be more you know, well-crafted than the movie we got in 2016. It was going to be a better um, translation, I guess, of these characters. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it is. when We, we were joking yesterday, because we saw it together, again, another first for a, another happy pod. We, we were joking how in the first movie we could not care less about Rick Flagg yeah, He was just the most boring... This is Katana. <laughs> She's got my back. That was his only good line. It's not even a good line. It's not even a good It's line. just a meme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we only like it because it's a meme, yeah. Um, and, and we were joking that we you know we couldn't care less if anything happened to him in, in that movie. But we really liked him in this movie. He's brilliant. He's really good. And, and this is what I was saying to you yesterday. It's a testament that Joel Kinnaman is a good actor. Yeah. And he had the ability to bring a good performance to Rick Flagg, otherwise known as probably the most boring character in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, Because literally. he's he's the straight man that is the bitch to Amanda Waller. Yeah. So while everyone else is having fun and making plans, he's the guy that's going to be left out of those conversations and scenes, etc. Yeah. But he is... Yeah, he, he's great in this. Like, in this one. And compared to the first one, it's just so... Like you say, he was so boring <laughs> yeah. in the first one. And that's not to discredit him, because clearly he's capable of doing this character well. And it's just about... I think that comes mainly from the studio and the director just embracing that this is a dumb fucking thing oh 100%. this is this is dumbest shit, yeah, and if you try to go in and be all dark and greasy and and try and take a big starfish seriously, then you just you just make yourself look like an idiot. well, you say that, but they starro has always been a laughable villain mm. he's always it has always been. A ridiculous concept, it's just a big alien starfish. Yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, they actually managed to make him quite terrifying and sympathetic uh, at some points, yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, because of, yeah, um, but but we'll, we'll get to all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, Joel Kinneman, not the only returning cast member, there's four returning so cast there's, members: there's Harley, uh, there's uh, Captain Boomerang, there's Amanda Waller, and there is uh, Rick, Rick Flack, yeah, yeah, so it's just those four. I think so. Yes. I could be wrong. Uh, I, f- I think it is. I can't remember anyone else. So <laughs> Captain Boomerang is is in the movie. <laughs> oh, he's in the movie? <laughs> Not for long. Nope. I <laughs> mean, he's in the movie. And, and this, right, this is... So, It right, immediately, one of the biggest complaints with the 2016 version of this film uh, is that it's the Suicide Squad and uh, one of them got killed, the other one sacrificed himself for his family, which he knew for three hours. <laughs> um, so essentially they all get off scot-free and they get off scot-free because Warner Brothers were shit scared of killing Harley Quinn i.e. a big IP for them uh, they probably were thinking we paid a lot of money for Will Smith and if we want him back we can get him back so we're not going to kill him um, and they, they, just, they probably just I don't know I, I guess they just didn't pull the trigger on a lot but of there was him. no reason why they couldn't kill Killer Croc or yeah who else was on the? Phone, I think too? they thought this film was going to do a lot better than it did. Yeah, and by this one you mean twenty sixteen? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But so I think, and so, right. So getting back to the twenty twenty one film, um, yeah. So the fir- pretty much the first scene does everything right because if you're James Gunn, you realize that the last Suicide Squad movie didn't go down a treat. You need to get in and you need to kill people very quickly. And you can't just kill our names because yeah. no one cares. Yeah, We had a connection to Captain Boomerang. Whether the movie wants you to know that or not, it's consciously aware of the fact that we still know Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Yeah. So it's a shock to see him die because we've got a whole two hours of previous context. Whether it's canon or not, who knows? But it's <laughs> a good decision because subconsciously we still know it. Um, And he gets... He gets... He gets fucked. Mashed, mate. He gets... Sliced to pieces. Yeah, he gets like he's he gets like I don't know what it is. It's, it's like, like a load of shrapnel just yeah, sticks just into straight his body. Through him and then he gets burnt alive, yeah. doesn't he? We get pretty pretty sure the helicopter lands on him. Yeah, yeah, and he's just obliterated. Oh, he's dead. Essentially, he's he's very much dead. Yeah, there's there's no coming back from that. Um, but yeah I mean and so are um, half of the team as well just in yeah. like the first five minutes every, just... every about I think there's about seven people that land on the beach there's two squads there's two there's an A team and a B team and yeah. there's only one survive, no two survivor members of the A team that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying hardly... I think seven people land on the beach and two of them get out yeah and they don't even get out they both sort of semi get captured yeah um, exactly or so you are have to believe <laughs> yeah <laughs> in Riggs <Rick> flags, case <laughs> um <laughs> All right, I will tell you what. One big thing, part of the reason that I just I just could not stand the 2016 version. So, yeah, like when it came out, like I got out, don't get me wrong, I got out the cinema and I was I, I was young. Uh, so I got out the cinema and went. You you loved it. You I, I didn't it was, I didn't love you it. You thought it was cinema. <laughs> yeah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> no, I I liked it and I like I didn't I didn't you got like a framed it. poster of Margo <laughs> Robbie's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, or, you know I, I did. You. No, but I right, I liked I I I liked it because it was a new superhero movie. I liked it because it was like loud and big and dumb. Um and then I then I thought about it more and more and I actually went that movie was not very good. <laughs> um like if you just look at what it should have done as a film and what it didn't do. Yeah. Um but yeah, and then one of the main criticisms I had of it was I think Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is perfect casting. Like there's not a lot of people that would disagree with that. No. Um, really good. But my god, she's just a sex object in twenty sixteen. In twenty sixteen, she's yes. she's she's licking bars. She's literally her introduction is her character doing a pole dance. Yeah, like she's entirely her entire motivation. She's literally given as a prize at one point. Yeah, to yeah. Common. She's she's whistled like a dog to yes. to come over to the Joker. Yeah, and whilst I get that there's, you know, the Joker she wears abusive. a coat that says "Property of the Joker." Yeah, on the back. and 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 that's fine if you're doing the whole like you're doing the whole like the Joker owns her and is abusive towards her and stuff. but yes. maybe don't make it so desirable looking. <laughs> maybe don't make her spend the entire movie going. But I miss him. I love yeah. getting abused. Don't glamorize it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you need further proof of that, just look at how many fucking Halloween costumes were worn in 2016 <laughs> of those two, which were worn by couples. And I'm saying. So you're implying that you beat your girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this film—it worried me for a minute. <laughs> it, know, yeah. it, it took it in a direction worried, and I went. Yeah. Please don't. It says so. Harley gets captured by this. Um, so there's like a coup. There's like yeah. a like like a Guatemalan or somewhere like a, a, a Latin American uh, island nation. Yeah. And there's like a military coup and like the government is overthrown and all that sort of stuff. Um, and Harley is captured by uh, this new regime, this military regime, but she's captured to become... A, essentially, a bride of, yeah. of the new president. She, she's there by admission because the people like her, and she's yes. like Harley Quinn is a big symbol yes. um, of like American revolution and non-conformity. Yeah, so exactly. They, so they all love her. Yes, and and then Harley and the president, they have like a series of dates all over like a day. I guess it is um, one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they just do a lot of stuff. They you know they hang out with birds and. And have a dinner and and get to know each other, mm. um, and then and then he asks her to marry him, <laughs> um, um, and and then they fuck. They do. Fair fuck. enough. You know she loves it. Yeah, she loves it. She and she initiates it. You know she's yeah. the one who initiates that. So fair enough. Uh, but then she kills him. Yeah, thankfully. She, thankfully. Yeah, because she said what, what I like is she said how. Um, she told herself if if she ever noticed any red flags and potential guys again, she was gonna just straight up do the right thing and kill them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, which is pretty great. Um, uh, yeah, I, I was that whole storyline. I was like, "Where's this going?" I'm, yeah, I'm not sure about any of this. I That's was really Harley nervous. being a, a prize bride again. I'm like, we're treading some dodgy ground here. And I think I think maybe James Gunn. Had some big balls on him, yeah. Because I think he was, I think he expected people to, yeah. do that And it did, it did feel like, uh this is how you do it. <laughs> like this is how you show that this character is capable of being abused and manipulated, whilst yeah. at the same time allowing her to make choices as her own person, yeah. And giving her power that she did not have in the 2016 one, which was taking matters into her own hands and objectively saying no, yeah. Um, and yeah, that was that was great, and and I think it shines through in Margot Robbie's performance. I think. I think she's she's a better performer in this movie. Margaret Robbie's great in this. Yeah. She, she's always great as like, Even in Suicide Squad, you know, sure, the material she had to work with is not great. Sure, she was a, objectified throughout the entire movie. Yeah. She's still great, though. She's still yeah. one of the, the best things about that movie. But that, that's what I'm saying. So when it's, like, it's... That the thing mm-hmm. that bothered me about that was it's great casting, yeah. not great material. When yeah. it's great casting and great material, she's on a different level. Yeah, she shines. Um, we've already talked about how much we both love *Birds of Prey*. Yeah, again, she's great in that. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. T- and I was uh, we I owe Nathan five pounds. Uh, <laughs> I bet that Harley Quinn would die at the end of this movie. I thought she would serve as like an emotional kind of crux of the ending. <clears throat> um, that didn't happen. I owe Nathan five pounds. Um, what do you think of uh, the others? So you got all right. We spoke about Rick Flag. So like, what do you like different about him this time? So he's well in the in Suicide Squad twenty sixteen. He was basically like you say, literally, he was just Amanda Waller's bitch. Yeah, he was just there to enforce her law because she couldn't physically be there, and and that's really it. And keep the yeah. squad in line. The li- the line, lady, shut up. Brings <laughs> brings <laughs> true. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he was just bland. He was white bread. There was not. He was unflavored <laughs> chicken. You know, he was everything about him was just bland military yeah. guy. They've actually given him a personality this time. Yeah. his hair's down. It's a little messy. He's got tattoos. You know, he's wearing a bright yellow shirt, and he and he's actually having fun with the squad built as like well. A brick shit. house. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was that jacked. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually having fun with the squad as well, and and he does have more of a personality which I I think the main reason why he's better in in this movie than in 2016 is because like you say in 2016 he is just Amanda Waller's bitch. Yeah. He has nothing to do other than enforce her law. And in this movie he actually goes against that. Yeah. He actually basically tells Waller to fuck off. Yeah. Um and he's like, like he's he's going to do something which is basically the opposite of their mission. The yeah. their mission is to like destroy evidence essentially yeah. that's not what they've been told do you want to go into that? But yeah yeah uh, so the, the US has an ongoing relationship with this place that they're in I forget the name <laughs> yeah um, I'll look it up. No. yeah uh, they have an ongoing relationship where um, experiments need to take Corte place Maltese there we go yeah. um, so experiments need to take place but they can't take place on US soil so US astronauts go into space they find this creature which ends up being Starro um, that tape is then obviously taken back down along with Starro uh, and uh, The Thinker, played by Peter Capaldi, who is great in this as well. Uh, they uh, do, uh, over 30 years, they do experiments. Yeah, 30 um, years. And we're led to believe that the entire mission is, um, you got to go in and destroy some evidence of that. Yeah. We can't have shit getting out. But that's not what they're told. No, they're not told that. They're, they're told yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just basically like... Was, go in and destroy it. Yeah, just, just just clearing out the fucking the monster or whatever. Yeah, yeah um but yeah just wipe it out because you know a, a weapon of that size is dangerous to the US yeah what they're not told is that the US were basically in bed with these guys the entire time yeah uh, and pretty much had funded 30 years worth of torturous research that has killed thousands of innocent people including men women and children and children yeah, yeah. um rick flag mm. obviously finds out about that uh, and he has a big complex because in this version like you say in in the first in the in 2016 he was a run of the mill soldier. Yeah. In generic this, army guy, Yeah, in this he joins the military to do the right thing and that's yeah. reflected in the fact that he helps the freedom fighters. He doesn't just dismiss them as a, you know, an opportunity for him to get out and then go back to doing whatever. Yeah. He he works with them. Um he has a lot of sympathy. He puts the mission on hold to go and rescue Harley when she gets captured. Um and 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 yeah and in this so he he has a great line which I thought was fantastic where he said I joined um I joined I joined the military to serve my country not be his puppet oh yeah yeah uh, which That's I thought true. was great um he has a personality in this yeah which he didn't have and he, he's given something to do you know he's given a yeah a really good. Moral backbone, I guess. At one point, which is <laughs> unceremoniously <laughs> stripped away, yeah. By peacemaker, an amazing character, yes, played by an actor that I would not have expected. This, this you say that, from. but I think John Cena, he's he's always been quite comedic. I don't, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't I, think necessarily to this extent, but he he is he is really funny. He's he, a funny he's guy. a highlight of this. He's yeah. a big highlight. Standout. He's really good, he's and good. and he he's having the time of his life and I said to you in the car yeah the reason why I, I didn't um the reason why I didn't expect this to work as well is because John Cena is typically given the roles that go to Mark Wahlberg yeah. he's typically given the haha I'm muscle dad yes ha ha. don't you know my my daughter has a boyfriend I will intimidate that boyfriend yeah he's given those fucking generic really boring run-of-the-mill comedy roles uh, and and he's good in them, but then ne- he they are they are always wasting his potential. Yeah. And in this, my God, he gets to do action, which obviously is his bread and butter. He gets to do comedy, which he shines through with. Yeah. Like he's just he's a very good character, and genuinely, for a man that's wearing a red tight shirt, <laughs> who I've seen in his tight tidy <laughs> right. Um. And as Bloodsport even says, "Where's what looks like a toilet seat on his head?" Yeah, he's terrifying. He's he is brutal. Like, and you know they describe him. He says himself, "There's not a man, woman. He's called Peacemaker because he loves peace, and his his goal is that he wants peace." but he will do get peace by any means yeah. necessary, yeah. including killing men, women, and children that, that, yeah. without a second thought. I love peace. I'd do anything <laughs> for it, uh, If I even if I had to kill every man, woman, and child to get it. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. And and that's that's what it plays with. That's what it comes down to. Again, it's a, it's a great moment towards the end of the movie where you do have this standoff between Rick Flagg and Peacemaker because Peacemaker, he wants peace. If the American people find out that their own government has been funding and doing this torture and research for 30 years that's not going to be peace yeah there's going to be riots protests yeah. insurrection all that sort of stuff so yes okay it's not great but it's peace a dictatorship is not great but, but it's, it's peace. peace yeah exactly that and that and that's that's the amazing idea behind the character and i think his performance <laughs> brings complexity to it there's a, there's a great moment uh, where Ratcatcher 2 um, she gets a great character sh- amazing character yes. yeah she, I think they're all fucking great at this. <laughs> she she gets the disc drive the risk flag uh, risk flag the Rick flag <laughs> died protecting which he was going to take back to the American press and get out yeah um, which would expose the travesty and the torture and everything um, Ratcatcher 2 gets this disc um, and runs like fuck until she's obviously outmatched about and, and about to be killed um at which point she brings up an an incredibly interesting point which i loved which was like he said i can't let that disc get out and she said so why not just shoot the disc why do you kill me yeah and he says because i'm thorough and but before he says that he hesitates like he is confronted with the fact that this man he's just a psychopath he is like he's not any he's he's nothing more than a psychopath in a stupid costume a talented psychopath. A very talented psychopath. <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie, which is fucking great, there's a scene where him and Bloodsport, who basically are the same, and they even say that in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, they yeah. are the exact same. They they have a moment where they're kind of, you know, showing off and trying to outdo on each other. Yeah. Where they're going through a camp of, of what they believe to be enemy soldiers and just killing everyone one by one. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets more ridiculous and bizarre as it goes on. It starts off with just like, you know headshots and slit throats and then by the end they're you know fucking burning people alive and shooting a man in the dick and electrocuting someone in the bathtub yeah and f- shooting behind your shoulder while you're not even looking just levels are ridiculous we later find out that it was a camp of rebel soldiers who were there to help them that they just needlessly slaughtered. That was fucking hilarious. It's a great joke. It's <laughs> it a very good joke, and it's just the moment of realization yeah. on their faces. And it's and it's 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 telling as well, like because it's assumed, like by them that they yeah just like they don't look like Americans, therefore yeah. they're the villains. They've got guns, so. yeah. They can't possibly. Is that a bird? That was a what the fuck was that? Is there a bird in my house? <laughs> what was that i don't know, know. so <laughs> like he came from over there that's what i thought and it was <laughs> odd there's a, there's a bird in my house um yeah and I, yeah that's a, that's a great joke um but there's there's an amazing bit at the beginning i was blood bloodsport um he he's uh he's told by a man the waller everyone on the team is selected for their unique capabilities and skill set and then immediately peacemakers has his cell door opened it gives his backstory and it's the exact fucking same yeah um and then idris elba gets to do what he does best in this which is deliver dry british wits and sarcasm yeah and he's 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 very funny in this he is very funny like but not he he's like he's almost playing the straight man and his reactions are exactly what pretty much all the punchlines are yeah like everyone around him is just doing some dumb shit and then it, it cuts to his kind of gravelly voice going oh for fuck's sake he's kind of the lead. I this. think so. Yeah, he's yeah. he's kind of the and he Amanda Waller even says like she wants to make him a leader because mm. he, he wants fuck all to do a suicide squad. Yeah. He couldn't he doesn't want the ten years off his sentence. There's nothing they could offer him that he wants. So they essentially have to force him into doing it yeah. by threatening him with fucking, you know, his daughter who's a bit of a delinquent. Going to, uh, and at first as well I was worried that it was just oh it's dead shot again. It's a guy who can shoot well. Yeah, He's got a daughter that he cares about. Never misses he, his targets. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to do bad. But it's not that at all. No. It's not. And I'm glad that they did differentiate it because his... Door, his relationship with his daughter is clearly very strained. Hmm. It's not like Will Smith and his daughter in 2016 in twenty sixteen Suicide Squad. It's clearly you know very sweet, very caring. He's yeah. He, he I love you, Daddy, but you do bad things. Yeah. Yeah. He I'm wants just... her to see him in the best light. Hmm. <laughs> this movie, you see, Idris Elba and his daughter just full on screaming at each other. Yeah. Across the prison. Uh, what do you call it? A fucking. The phone okay, thing, like, the, 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 the little the, cell thing, yeah, and yeah. meeting whatever. Um, the glass panels by the phones, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know what I mean. Um, we, yeah, which is great. It's just a great way to differentiate those characters because they are similar, you know, in in terms of abilities and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, that was good. No, um, that was good. And bloodsport again, just Idris Elba always yeah. amazing. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then you have Ratcatcher, who I said, mm-hmm. who I said I really like as well. <laughs> she's just so. Uh, she's always tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, she just always wants to have a little nap. <laughs> she can't be asked. <laughs> she just can't yeah. be bothered with anything, <laughs> which I think is great. It's very relatable. Yeah. Um. But she's also really empathetic and, mm. and kind. She just, she just naturally wants to help people. Really. Um, Valley just like instilled in her by her exactly dad. played by Taika Waititi played by Taika Waititi yeah um, and there's there's a really great moment between her and King Shark at the moment uh, uh, towards the beginning of the movie and a lot of times I've I've kind of like I'm getting used to like. Having a very sweet and moment, and just yeah. expecting at any moment a joke is gonna come in, oh, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. gonna just ruin all of that. But it never happens. It is just a genuinely nice moment that they have together, yeah. Where he, where they become friends, essentially. Yeah. And that's and it, like you say, yeah, because it is. It, MCU has programmed us to think stuff like that, and yeah, wh- like whilst I'm, I'm not shitting on any of the MCU movies, I think they're, they're their own thing. You know, there's, there's a reason that like. Iron Man One is a standout compared to like the newer ones because they do they have fixed into a formula. Yeah. And for those people that don't want that, it's unrealistic. It's a it's a billion dollar empire. (laughs) They know what makes money, and they're going to keep making fucking money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like we have been programmed to think that that's the way that it goes, Um, and so when it's not, and when it's kind of there is a surprising Mm. moment, which is why I think Guardians were so refreshing when it was. Yeah. uh, Is because it really focuses on a nice human connection. Uh, and, at, and at the times you least expect and then other times they do undercut it with a joke they do for example yeah. the man that, um, the French guy that gives Harley the spear yeah um, he is like dying in her arms and she reaches out her hand the emotional music swirls and she just slaps him in the face yeah and she's like what this is so fucking annoying you just died in the middle of telling me something yeah Um, but that works for Harley though as well yeah exactly. it works for the yeah. character of Harley yeah but then again you do have moments and, and me and you both saw this coming a mile off mm-hmm. there's the moment uh, with Polka Dot Man, you know, he's he's yeah. attacking the Starro, he's like chopping off his legs, whatever, and he's like he's having his big moment, he's doing his heroic act, and he's finally got in what he wants, which is to be a superhero. a, a line which he screams out loud to mm-hmm. uh Bloodsport. tells him, I'm a superhero wide shot. We know what's coming next. Bang, Bang. he's gone. Yep. Yeah. There goes one of the little <laughs> feet of Starro. <laughs> yeah. What are they called? Points? Uh feet. Feet. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Little they're shoe, start points. I know. <laughs> Whatever, He's a star. He's a big star. What yeah. do you want from me? So, why? Um, what I was quite surprised that um, was that basically all of these people have, and this is something that was again a problem in 2016. That the Suicide Squad is traditionally assembled because they're a force that needs to be matched with or could take down Superman. Yes. In the event that Superman is not here and there's a Superman level esque threat. Yes. Or Superman goes bad, and they can take down Superman. I think they did right not to mention that. This no, they really did, <laughs> because the DC have a big Superman problem yes. when it comes to. And we spoke about this on the Zack Snyder's Justice League podcast. Yes. When Superman comes in, the fun stops. He's too powerful because he's got. He, yeah, it just. Yes. there is no point in the Justice League existing because yes. Superman could kill them all in a second. Again, as, like I said, we said this in the Justice League episode, but that entire that entire final act. The final battle against fucking uh, what's his cunt name no, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Um, it's it's pointless. Yeah, everything that everyone does up until Superman arrives is pointless. Yeah, and they they don't have a moment where they all rally together and use their strengths together. No. It's all done by. I mean, it's even a joke that Superman comes in and is like, "Now I'm here to save the day." Yeah, and exactly. it's like the rest of the Justice they are like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just stand around in the background and wave. Yeah. Which is <laughs> yeah. essentially just what happens. And and there are ways to to have a character that powerful and make him interesting. And mm. to do and you know, dampen him in whatever way or or have characters who can come up against him. Or or just write creative ways around it. Yeah. It is it is possible, but DC for some reason they're just interested in having A god. A god. Yeah. yeah and his friends. Like a fucking deity that is untouchable, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, and that, the guy who also hates being Superman. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. one of the classic characteristics of Superman. Or <laughs> um, <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's that's another movie. Yeah, we're getting we're getting, we're getting sidetracked. But <laughs> the um, in the uh, in the 2016 one, all of their powers mean nothing. Yeah, none of their powers work or do anything. They're just people with guns and bats. Yeah, I'd argue that El Diablo is the only thing that comes even remotely useful, and even then, it's a distraction more than anything. Yes, uh, it just takes one look of fucking. Superman's laser vision, and he's gone, yeah, yeah, so, literally yeah and and so, in this, I was worried because then they introduced they introduced an even dumber set of powers in this, <laughs> like an, it, like so you've got a woman that can control rats, not enhanced in any way shape or form, she has yeah. a thing that can control rats, which is fucking ridiculous it's so dumb, it's the stupidest idea yeah. ever. But it's great. You've got you've got a man that can shoot polka dots out of his face. Again, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And, and looks but visually very good though. Looks visually yeah. very good and is yeah very good as yeah. well. But but the thing they're they played off as jokes. Exactly. Um, Bloodsport just can shoot people. Rick Flag can shoot people. Harley can shoot people. Right, it's yeah. and and obviously you know she's got she's, her acrobatics, which she gets yeah. a lot more to do with. She does, yeah. What I liked in this movie is that Harley used their acrobatics uh, to kill people and in violent combat situations instead of, um, you know, twirling on a pole. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and so with an even dumber set of powers, I was like, oh for fuck, how are they gonna? These, how is Starro gonna die to this? But then and you also you also have the fact that there is uh there was members of the team with even more ridiculous powers mm. who were just immediately killed. Yeah as well. Yeah. You know, Nathan Fillion played arm fall off boy or, or the dismemberment uh, the detachable kid. T D K, which yeah, is the Detachable, the detachable kid, yeah. kid, but in the comics he's Arm Fall Off Boy. Yeah. And whose powers are basically his arms come off and then they just go and they slap. People. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <They> just give <laughs> like them a little. And slug. he can still control them. He still feels pain yeah. through them. It's just like they're I mean, in a different place. They're just have. They're just more of an annoyance than anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's way more of a distraction than anything. <laughs> yeah, and immediately killed. There's that alien woman. What could she do again? Um, the strong? orange one. Yeah, she, she I grabbed think she that was helicopter. super strong. Yeah, yeah, dead. Yeah, uh, what could Pete Davidson do? Um, what could he do? Betray hmm. them. Which he does. Well, yeah, he does immediately do that. Yeah. And then is immediately killed. Um, and then there's Weasel. Weasel's just a big was very. Thing. He's just yeah. a big weasel. They say he can, you know, do some damage. But yeah. then he just immediately fucking drowns because they didn't think to check if he could swim. Yeah. Or so we think, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's... like A lot of it is, like like I say in the opening scene, a lot of it's played for laughs. A lot of it's like they're just dispatched off immediately. And how they're killed... Every we said recently in the Black Widow movie, everything every punch was felt. Yeah. My God, if if every punch was felt in that movie, then I felt like I was getting beat round the fucking head in this. Yeah. Like Pete Davidson, and it's the first big close up death you see that's very violent. Pete Davidson, it's an extreme close up on his face. Oh my God, yeah. He walks over and says, "Guys, it's me. I um, you know, I called you guys. You know, they're they're over here. All my homies. They're like, there's eight of them, whatever." come and arrest them now but you know let me in like we discussed yeah anyway i love money and betraying people and then his fucking head gets caved in. His like face is ripped off. His entire off. face is just basically fucking, yeah, just yeah. It, it gets cut in half. And then I think you see like a soldier on the team whose head is just sliced open Yeah. like diagonally. With a like boomerang. His, yeah with Captain Britain, he actually used a boomerang. Yeah. His brain is just fucking decapitated yeah. from his body. Captain Boomerang threw more boomerangs <laughs> in five minutes in this movie than he did in two hours in the last one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Again they just managed James and and his team just managed to find a way to use them to, to much better effect yeah, than they time. did in 2016 and in a short amount of time as well. Yeah. Which is really good. We, we, uh, we Peter Capaldi out. I liked as well. He mm. was he was good as as the thinker, this sort of like mad scientist who you know, at first I, I quite liked the character. I didn't think there was anything necessarily wrong with him. Yeah. He was quite a kind of likable person, I guess. You, hmm. you just saw him as as a scientist who was interested in Starro and learning what he could. Yeah. As the movie goes on, you learn that he's the one who has been torturing not only Starro, but then people yeah. and, and everyone else who he's experimented on over the years as well. Yeah. Um but he does get a great Doctor Who speech moment. Oh, he does, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, um, what does he say? One of, like, there's some Yankee li- fucking doodle. Dude. Yeah, there's a, there's some there's some choice lines. Um, there's like thirty years of research burnt to the ground by a fucking run of the mill coup. It's like, like I- I'm reminded before when when he was ca- when he was announced as the doctor, but before he actually started, no one knew what obviously the 12th Doctor's personality was going to be like. So all they did was just take his character from the thick of it... Malcolm yeah. Tucker, and imagine that as the Doctor. Oh, and it, and just, he swears like yes. a sailor, doesn't he? Just yeah. the most a, angry, swearing man possible. <laughs> and what I like is you kind of get a mix of the Doctor and Malcolm Tucker yeah. in this character. Yeah, 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 it's true. So it's, it's like that finally coming to light, and it, it's great to see. Yeah. He, like I say, it is like I think James mm-hmm. Gunn must have seen that fucking, that anti-war speech from the Zygon episode of Doctor Who that he mm-hmm. did, yeah. and it just went Do that, but add more swears. Yeah, (laughs) and then that's it. That's the character. Yeah, (laughs) but it's great. It's great. It is. Yeah. No. This. Alright. What what do you think about the um, the film as a whole? Then, like the so like we've spoken a little bit, but like the effects look great. The mocap for uh, Weasel and Shark uh, King Shark is also great. Stallone as the voice is incredible. I'm I'm not necessarily a huge fan of Stallone, but as the voice actor for fucking King Shark. And yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. got the book at the beginning as well. He's saying, like, "Me smart, yeah. Me, me read. read, yeah." <laughs> oh, he's amazing. And it's what I like. Um, it's it's um, it's more like Amanda Waller based. Uh, it's that she's like because this is not the first Suicide Squad, unlike the 2016 one, where it's yeah. new and they're they're kind of suiting up for the first time they've ever done this. Um, the Suicide Squad is an established fact Suicide yeah. Squad it's is an like, established programme And it's and it's not And it's You know They're called Task Force X But they're, it's like The nickname given to them Is Suicide Squad Yeah And they even say like That's a little You know <laughs> We don't like this. Yeah we don't like that You know <laughs> you're, you're talking about us dying Yeah um, And there's an amazing uh, mm. Kind of moment Where Amanda Waller Has obviously been dealing With this for years <laughs> Just these bunch of Fucking weirdos <laughs> And the, yeah When King Shark goes She goes anyone got any questions He raises his hand She goes yes And he goes hand <laughs> you can just hear her and she isn't it's not a close-up or anything it's just in the background just her going yeah that is your hand <laughs> like she's just so she's great. It. viola yeah. davis is just i mean this isn't anything you, but she's just an amazing actress yeah. she's fucking incredible and in, in pretty much ev- well in everything she's in you know i don't think anyone really has anything bad to say about yeah. viola davis she is the villain and, yes. and Amanda Waller has—that's nothing new. Again, Amanda Waller is always the villain. She's always the worst person in the room, mm. but you know she she just plays that part so well. What do you think about her office friends? Because yeah. you get you get a little bit more background of, yeah. of of how it works behind the scenes in this. Yeah. if Amanda, I couldn't necessarily see Amanda Waller working with these people. No. I, f- I feel like it should be a lot more just want people who would fall in line, I guess. So I I think these people have too much personality to work with. I, I agree, but I also disagree and there's a reason. Okay. So I think every single one of these guys is given a lot of screen time. Yeah. Because they are upcoming main characters in, in the Peacemaker, Peacemaker show. Yeah. And I think that's what it seemed like. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. for run of the mill office characters, they're given yeah. way too much screen time. Yeah. And that's not, that's not, but they work great in this yeah, movie. Yeah. It's they not like good. a discredit. Um, and I think the reason why Amanda Waller was maybe not as vicious and vindictive as she would have been in this. And okay, I, I truthfully thought there's a scene where she talks to Bloodsport on the phone, and he's like, We're all free. I see my daughter. She never sees the inside of a cell. You let us all go. These bombs are removed. Yeah. Uh, and this never sees the light of day. And he has a great line about how, like, it's not what Flag would have wanted, but you kind of fucking have everything. Like, yeah. we've got to look after ourselves as well. Um, which is in character and very good, because he is out for himself and his own personal gain. Yeah. Um, but Amanda Waller, there's a, she she isn't able to blow, them, blow up their heads because of the fact that she's knocked out by one of the office people. Yeah. Um, and who are shown to clearly have a problem with the way she handles things throughout the film. Um, you know, thinking, like, little things. Like, we're not actually going to fucking... Put his daughter in jail, kill his daughter, and shit. Are we like that? Again, fun. It's, it's morality coming in, yeah, yeah, exactly. Culture. And just and she has none, yeah, like she's she's she's, she's, vicious. Vicious. she's and that's what I like about her, yes, yeah. because she is the fucking worst of the, she is mm. worse than anyone in Suicide Squad but she does she it is, with a couple she, of medals exactly. on her exactly. Yeah, 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 and she, she's decorated for it. She's mm. for, and that is an interesting character, yeah, she's a ridiculously evil person but because she's doing it for the American government, because she's yeah. on essentially the right side, yeah. she's the hero that's it, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, and it's great it's a yeah. fucking, it, it's great commentary and, and I've, you know, a certain group of people won't like this movie because, you know some people can't handle being told that America isn't necessarily all that great. Yeah. And this movie does say that. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. That's a, I wasn't expecting that commentary. But yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. I just want to say, like, so Amanda Waller, um, she obviously gets um, knocked out um, by these people so that the Suicide Squad can go and kill Starro and aren't blown up in the head. Yeah, She even says like the American government will see this as a positive development. Let, yeah. let Starro go and massacre all these people. And they're like, no, there's fucking kids here. We're not doing that. Uh, The office people knock out Amanda Waller. And then at the end, when Bloodsport's making his demand, she goes, yeah, told you I'd make you a leader. And she's like trying to regain control of the situation. Yeah. She hangs up the phone and she turns to these office people. And I'm not joking. I was genuinely expecting a pan out to reveal all of them dead in the office. Yeah, so was I. Yeah, and they're not because they're it's, main characters su- in the show. It's surprising that they're not. Yeah, and 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 maybe this is because of 2016 Suicide Squad mm-hmm. when she just kills the entire room of fucking people that yeah. she's with because they didn't have clearance. Yeah, why are they fucking there exactly. in the first place? Then no, but but yeah, and 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 maybe it is a little bit based on that, but it is surprising uh, yeah. given what we know about this character, given how ruthless she is, that yeah. they were still alive. Absolutely, um, but maybe they won't be for longer and that's where I think the TV show's going yeah I think I think it's going to deal with um, I think it's going to deal with Peacemaker but I also think it's a guise for an Amanda Waller TV show too okay I think Amanda Waller she's is going to be gonna, yeah I fucking hope so I mean I don't see any way they can without her yeah but I mean she is yeah she's pretty much well Peacemaker is pretty much under her control yeah um, I think she I reckon she'll show up though I think she'll show up yeah. and I think I think the show's going to deal with that group of people and a confrontation with Amanda Waller that is directly led on from this movie yeah and because I don't I basically put it this way I don't see anyone getting the upper hand over Amanda Waller without her remembering it yeah and remembering it viciously what do you want to see from it? Uh, John Cena killing people yeah basically (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's that's it and funny one liners I guess I don't see any big ideal change I think the plot I think the plot I think he's going to be the funny dressing yeah and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a very political show This uh, yeah I a... think you will get quite a bit of political stuff yeah in there especially with the character of Peacemaker and, it, and it's gonna be sold as haha ha Peacemaker yeah but I think then there'll be like this underlying thing. For example, The Boys is Haha, Billy Butcher says gun. Yeah, and it's a it's a very political show. Nazi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Billy Billy Butcher says gun. Hey, I mean? Do you agree with Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Domino meme of Billy yeah. Butcher saying gun. Watching a show about fucking destroying Nazis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's and and that and I think it's gonna have a lot of that energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably will. And yeah. uh, James Gunn, he's directing a few episodes but he's overseeing the entire series yeah so, so which yeah, I think is a good idea because yeah. he he has a handle on his characters exactly. I mean like think about it when they like, Disney fired James Gunn they went who else should do Guardians 3 and everyone went no one no one but him and they went well I guess we'll rehire him yeah. and how often do Marvel or Disney go back on what they yeah, say yeah it was a big moment they, they knew they fucked up there big time and they did yeah um, but they you know they corrected it uh, I've I've just one thing I want to bring up quickly. The moment between Taika and his daughter, who is the girl from Logan, isn't she? Um, I think she is. Yeah, let yeah. me look that up actually, because that's pissing. That's been pissing yeah, us off since the it cinema. It really looks like fucking. But then um, she should be a lot older than that by now. I don't, I don't necessarily think she should. Because she no, was she, about. She's a she little girl in Hollywood. Old. She stays in a time loop. <laughs> she's always a little girl now. It does look like her. Yeah but but yeah no uh, so that moment that scene of them like sat on the rooftop and, and she's asking like why do you have this fascination with rats what yeah. is it about rats and tiger it's a really nice line I can't remember exactly but it's like they're looked upon as the lowest of the low. You yeah. know, the, they are essentially the the downtrodden and the the cast aside of society. Mm. But they actually do a lot of good. And, they, yeah. and we need them. If they have a purpose, of we have a purpose. And it's think. just such a really nice moment yeah. as well. And it says a lot about that character, like why she is then so empathetic as well to the yeah. people she meets. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's, it's just really nice. Uh, is the, Just quickly, cautious time, do you have anything you don't like about the movie? it's very fresh in my mind because uh, I saw it yesterday uh, yeah. and so far I've done nothing but sing his praises I, truthfully I don't think so okay like I think may, if I had to push for something I think the pacing in the middle slows down a bit too much yeah and fair. and that is it that's an extremely small complaint in a movie that did way more good than it did bad I I only have one that I can necessarily think of, God. and it's it's a minor, not necessarily a minor story. Is it beat. that it made you think of 2016 in Suicide Squad again? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so two things. <laughs> no, um, so really, the only thing is Rick Flag died so that he could fucking get this news out there. Yeah, and it doesn't get out there and everyone put in so much effort to get the hard drive and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff and they just kind of made a deal with Waller which you know it makes sense for the characters and everything like yeah. that it, it does make sense it's it's and and you know Waller is, she's not beaten but she's also she's not lost either yeah so she got what she wanted in a way exactly yeah. exactly uh, so I don't know I just kind of would have liked to see, I would have been interested to see what would happen if that actually did get out I think it yeah. would have been more interesting if if it did get out. And may, look, maybe there'll be a sequel where it does. Uh, yeah, yeah, I if put it this way, right? <laughs> Me and DC have not been on the same path for a for a while. <laughs> this it it really revitalized my interest in this set of characters in yeah. this universe. There there will be people, and you know, Snyder fans already come out and like they're they're not necessarily we don't like, like you know, James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, This Go is Zack Snyder's vision, all right, it was better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> also. <laughs> Zack Snyder doesn't own this. Yeah. He directed yeah. a few movies. They, they, I think they definitely just want Zack Snyder to make every single DC movie. Yeah. Which I don't even think Zack Snyder wants to do. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the right track for DC. They've yeah. struggled for so long. They keep, and, and I worry because they do keep having gems. They have gems, but then they fumble again. Yeah, and and this this is what's kind of been going with DC. Hopefully, this is a step in the right direction. The last couple of DC movies I've really liked: Birds of mm-hmm. Prey, Shazam. I love. I think that's a great movie as well. Um, Aquaman's fine, and and this as well. It's yeah. it, this is. Oh, I don't know if I love it more than Birds of Prey, but it's great. It's really really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I think Birds of Prey and this do different things. Yeah, m- massively different in yeah. terms of in terms of what they're about. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's this is definitely the right step. I'm not excited about the Batman because it's Batman and because we've seen <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we've yeah. seen Batman over I'm, and over again. I'm excited for it in a way because it's the it's it's an actor who I think is a very big underdog in Hollywood. Yes, and I. And I and I'm excited to phenomenal. see what Robin Pattinson can do yeah. I'm excited to see this take on possibly Penguin possibly the Riddler who knows was, oh, I think it is the Riddler actually because they have the question marks don't they oh the Riddler's in it played by yeah. um, the guy in prison that just gets his face caved in he's an amazing actor I can't remember his name yeah um, well we'll see Yeah, we'll see and, and I'm excited to see the interpretation but again it's Batman's been done so fucking much Yeah. Um, it's, it's just kind of land at this point. But if they can do if they can do it, if they can give us another perfect movie, then, yeah. I'm, then I'm fine with it. This is the direction I'd to go in, I think though. It's just I don't, I mean again, all not for new ground here at all. No new ground has been broken. Yeah. But they they tried so hard to just catch up to Marvel and get their yeah. shared universe started and they just they massively fumbles they just I, need to take the time to focus on the stuff that works like this I think DC have gone too far in multiple directions that there's no way they can keep a tight cannon anymore yeah unless and they I reboot the they're... entire thing which I don't want because there are the jet ge- for every bad movie you lose a good one exactly but then again we are kind of I think I think Flashpoint might do some stuff though Flashpoint because seemingly you, you have two Batman in that Yeah, you have Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck um so you know who knows what well, both just look at the sunset you have you have a torch to Robert Pattinson you have someone in a fucking Ben Affleck costume you don't have Ben Affleck <laughs> yeah. you have someone yeah you have someone who looks like Ben Affleck from behind and he's yes. in bed still getting paid he's and he's on a bow with Jennifer Lopez or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> touching bums bro. touching bums just like he did in 2001 <laughs> um but yeah like i say this is the right direction to go in yeah more of this Less of 2016, in my opinion, the only fresh and exciting DC movies have been when you let the director do their shit. Yes, when when you embrace the dumb, fuck, stupid shit. Yes, you try and take things too seriously. You try and make everyone a god. Yeah, you might have some fantastic shots and some beautiful cinematography. Looks great, but you have bad movies, and it's four hours long. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was The Suicide Squad and also a little bit of riffing on Zack Snyder's Justice why wave, not but don't tell anyone um, so yeah give this a watch yeah. I mean we just spoiled it which we always say still give it a watch <laughs> either way <laughs> yeah. give it a watch go see it it's a lot of fun It's a, even if you know what's coming you'll still have a great time with it yeah. so yeah absolutely go give it a watch Um. but yeah that's it for this week Lawrence Nathan take this bitch Oh. I certainly will next week we are doing this movie you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain so that's going to be fun we haven't decided what it is yet but I think it, we have yeah we might have done but we also might be recording something else oh yeah that's true we don't know we don't know that <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a beautiful segue ruined yet again so there we go there we go also go back and listen to last week's episode not many people did because it's anime yeah. but it's if good it's, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not racist you'll listen to it now <laughs> you don't start- hate <laughs> Japanese culture yeah I see you yeah exactly (laughs) go listen to two white guys talk about Japanese things (laughs) yeah go watch Your Name on Netflix and then listen to that episode it's it's a good movie don't spoil the podcast I won't I won't (laughs) sorry you're losing clicks I know fuck (laughs) Nathan it's been lovely to have you in my living room Uh, who knows maybe we'll have you again at some point uh but if not then we i'll will. see you in the e-space next week <laughs> <laughs> In the East, i miss craig i miss craig too <laughs> craig where you at miss, where is he right we do new podcasts every single friday at 10 a.m they go live uh we'll get notes you can get notified when they go live if you follow us at another happy pod on instagram and twitter we post fun stuff sometimes we forget to post until we post on fridays um, but if sometimes you... we post photos of us at a party who, a drink. who knows sometimes we're just having a drink <laughs> and sometimes that's what we do give us a 5 star review if you don't then we can only assume that you didn't listen because if you did you'd know this is 5 star calibre stuff I can only assume that you don't like us and you want us to die which and is actually a form of internet harassment and cyberbullying and you're racist exactly and we will have to show you a year 6 video about cyberbullying <laughs> and, and strangers on the internet. Coldplay nuns. Coldplay nuns. We were just going to say it. Yeah. Everyone knows Coldplay nuns. If if you you when you put, put your cold... nudes on a USB <laughs> in the bush. <laughs> Everyone just look up Coldplay nuns. There's yeah. a fun little evening for you. It's a good one. Anyway... Yeah, we'll see you next week we don't know what we're doing yet I, I know what next week is the same and I'm excited to do it and all that we are two people who know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. next week if, listen we're all clued in I'm as excited as you are listeners because <laughs> the movie and or TV show <laughs> or video game Lawrence Delo those is appropriate yeah um, <laughs> whatever it is I'm excited <laughs> I'm way too excited in fact I can't stop thinking about it and I think we should just do it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Right, we'll see you next week for that thing. What do you want from me? Buy another happy pod and say hello to your mother for me. And your dad. Oh. We're inclusive. Saucy. <laughs> Goodbye.